Adam Shand has a background in running sports programs for children, so it wasn't surprising that after just a few months of playing pickleball, he started a league for kids. Adam has teamed up with a variety of instructors and manufacturers in the game to build a great environment for kids to learn and enjoy the game. Let's get to the intro to hear more from Adam. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Adam Shand. Welcome, Adam. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm excited to, to speak with you and tell you about my story. Perfect. Well, we will definitely get into your story. In fact, I am going to start off with how you started playing pickleball, how you heard about the sport and first got involved. It's a funny story. So I never heard of pickleball until I, I moved down to Florida. When I moved down, we had four pickleball courts in my community. And I, and I, you know, I was playing tennis a little bit here and there just for fun. And, and I saw people playing and I just never thought it was for me. And then I told my parents, who also live here uh, in Florida, and they said, well, let me get you a lesson. Little did I know, my mother got me a lesson with Kyla Gates. It was my first lesson, my first time ever really touching a paddle. And I went to that lesson. He invited me to his courts in Fort Myers. And not knowing who he was, I walked up there and realized very quickly when I saw the sign on the courts that said, home of world champion Kyla Gates. And little did I know how hard this sport is to play. I thought it was just a nice, you know, hit the ball back and forth. We did an hour of just dinking and I've never been in so much pain afterwards. Literally my back was on fire, but I fell in love with it because it was a challenge for me. And it was something that I could, you know, learn, get better at and really get excited to build up those competitive spirits in myself again. That's actually a great story. Did your mom know who Kyle Yates was? Honestly, I don't think so. I think she just went online and Googled, you know, pickleball players near where I live. I live here in Naples and Kyle Yates came up. And so she she reached out and, and I she told me to reach out and I reached out to him and he said, yeah, come on down. And he made super nice guy, Kyle. And, you know, I think he just had a birthday. So happy birthday, Kyle. But it's just one of those things where like everyone in this, this sport that I've learned, everyone is so friendly and so nice. And he said, come on down and we'll give it a shot. Cool. Did you end up uh, taking any more lessons from Kyle or was once enough? I think once was enough for me. I'm probably going to go back again, but I learned I need to get a lot better, a lot quicker because I felt uh, as though just from a competitive standpoint, I wasn't ready for someone who was good as Kyle Yates is, even though he's able to adjust his, you know, his teaching style. I, I needed more just to get out there and learn more about the sport before I, I got back into it with him. And now how long have you been playing? Uh, since June when I moved down here. So not very long at all. And, I, you know, it's funny when I first started, I was, you know, here, there and, you know, anywhere I get the chance now. I'm trying to play four to five times a week. Nice. And it sounds like, too, you have created a pickleball league for kids. Is that right? That is right. So I created my pickleball league, which is the first junior league here in Southwest Florida. If you don't mind, I'm going to take a step back and tell you a little bit about who I am and why this came about. So I, I own a few different childcare businesses up in New England, one of which is an international sports summer camp for children, where we work with 96 countries and we do basketball, soccer, tennis, and golf, soon to be pickleball now that I'm so involved in it. And I also own another company 
where we work with different colleges and universities and we do childcare during homecoming and alumni weekends. So we work with Harvard, Wellesley, uh, a bunch of colleges in the New England and New York area. That being said, when I moved into the, the, my community here in, in Naples, there are four beautiful uh, pickleball courts. And every time I drive by going in and out of the community, there was never any kids. And it really bothered me. So, uh, you know, the sports just seemed fun. And after trying it a few times, I, I just couldn't understand why no kids would get involved. So I have two children of my own, uh, a now nine-year-old and seven-year-old. And my seven-year-old is, is quite athletic. My nine-year-old is, is much more academic focused. And I wanted to see what their reaction would be to the sport. And maybe there was a reason why kids don't play. I got out there. I just started hitting with them. And my older child, who's not as athletic, really took a liking to it. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. So like any good parent would do, I went online and searched for for pickleball classes and leagues and, and things to do for my daughter. And all I could find was one-on-one instruction with coaches. And to me, that that wasn't enough because a big portion of pickleball is the social interaction. You know, my older daughter is also a bit shy. And I thought, you know, this might be a great way to make friends. She'll feel comfortable in a sport that she normally isn't comfortable in. And she, she'd have an opportunity to participate and, and, and get that feeling that I had growing up as a kid. And that's something I really wanted to strive for because sports for me was such a big part of my life. And it just simply isn't for her. And that's okay until now. So now what has happened is that I looked around, couldn't find anything. And and I said, you know what? Let me just throw an email out to my community and see if any kids want to come and play and come in and just try it out. So I teamed up with Ryan Reeder and Zach Higginson. Ryan's a pro, the head pro down at East Naples and the, the Naples Pickleball Club. And Zach Higginson's up in Fort Myers and he, he does a great job as well. He's a professional pickleball player. And they came out, helped out, and I, I was there helping as well. And in my community with that one email, I had 50 children sign up to come and try it. So I was like, oh, there's something here. So let's see what we can do. So all this happened right at the beginning of, of COVID. So I said, okay, my other businesses are slowing down. Let me let me run with this a little bit. And I think there's an opportunity here to you know incorporate and make this a real thing for kids. So that's exactly what I did. I, I went to the government, got incorporated here in the state of Florida. And then as a parent, I tried to look at this differently than just you know a quick money grab that a lot that I'm seeing a lot out there right now. So I wanted to make this something that is going to be beneficial for kids, beneficial for the sport. And have an opportunity for the kids to do something that's not the normal, you know, basketball, football, soccer, te- uh, golf. So what we did is I realized that parents don't want to spend a lot of money. So I, I reached out to, you know, all the paddle companies and, and Rob Barnes over at Selkirk, super nice guy. Uh, helped us out and we made a deal. And so every kid uh, gets a, a Selkirk paddle, the Neographite SLK, a great intro paddle. And then I thought to legitimize myself, I need to have some kind of company that, that people can recognize. So it's not just, you know, a random guy who doesn't know much about pickleball. So I reached out to a bunch of companies and Christine Barksdale over at Headpen Pickleball was so great, so in- instrumental in helping. And she is now, Pen Pickleball is now the official ball of the My Pickleball League. And she donated all the balls and some equipment, hoppers and, and cones and whatnot. And now we had something special. And, and I realized if I'm going to be out there, even if I'm not instructing per se, if I'm out there just helping out, I need to know what I'm talking about. So in, in that same time period, I also went out and got certified with the PPR. So, so I have a basic understanding. What I've noticed, and which is really troubling to me, especially working with children, there's a lot of instructors out there that are doing their best and trying hard, 
but they're not doing it for the right reasons. And, and that's, that's troubling because any parent giving good, hard earned money to a program, kids should learn something. It shouldn't just be babysitting. And, and that is something that, that, that I, I'm very strongly, you know, about and making sure that every child has a positive experience, learns and, and actually gets better at what they're doing all while creating relationships. Well, that's so cool. I'm, I'm so happy to see you doing it because honestly, I just have not seen that many options for kids in pickleball. And, you know, people are wondering, well, why are kids not involved? I mean, is it really because there just isn't that opportunity? I, I believe so. I think, you know, I try to put myself as if I'm a, you know, 11, 12 year old kid. What, what am I going to do? So if let's pretend uh, I've never played pickleball before and I'm 11 or 12 years old and I see it and it's really cool and it looks interesting to me. How do I get out there if there's only adults out there? I'm going to be so shy. I'm not going to want to go over there. And I don't want to, you know, at that age, you don't want to be embarrassed. That's like the worst thing that can happen to a child. So you want to have an environment where you feel safe and comfortable to go out and try and make mistakes and not be, you know, ridiculed by it. So one great way to do that is to create opportunities where kids can go to these different places like leagues and, and have that opportunity to participate. I, I know uh, a lot of people have been trying to get into schools. I'm actually working with uh, Collier County here, trying to put together a program for middle school age children. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Jim Ludwig. He does the pickleball for all. He, he's trying to do that as well. And it's, it's more about opportunity to, to participate. And there's just nothing out there. What I've also seen is that there's a lot of tournaments, but there's no practices. So what child's going to go to a tournament on a random Thursday, get out of school, miss school on Friday and, and, and participate in a tournament when they don't know how to play? It just doesn't make sense. So my whole thing is to get the kids to practice, to participate, to learn the basics and then see if there's an interest to make it to that, that tournament level. Right. So it sounds like, is that what you do through my pickleball league is not only is it giving the kids an opportunity to play, but there's always instruction involved, you know, so they can get better and perhaps eventually play in tournament. That's exactly it. So the league uh, itself, our first season is an 11 week season where we have practices once a week uh, for an hour and we have certified instructors. You know, if anyone knows Tony Philangelis over at Mediterra, he's one of our coaches and they come, they practice and we build upon on the week before we give kids homework. And when I first you know, thought about this, I thought to myself, no kid's going to do homework for pickleball. And the reality is they all do it because they want to get better and they want to learn because once that child holds that paddle and hits the ball the first time, they're hooked. It's just getting them to the court. And so we do the, the homework. And at the end of our season, we have a, a tournament. And the tournament is, you know, uh, we, we work with kids from six years old all the way to 16. But the tournament itself is for the younger children just to understand how a tournament works. The older children will keep score. You know, we'll, we'll do the, the, the T-shirts, the medals and whatnot. But it's more about introducing them to that phase of this is what's out there. Because these kids, they just don't know what's out there. And Living where we live, everybody knows about the U.S. Open, but they have no idea what it takes to be part of that. And so that's really where we're coming in. Something else that's really cool that we're doing is that what in, in the research that I've done is that I, I've recognized a few areas that have a lot of juniors participation. And so we have we're coming together to create some kind of uniformity where we can work together as a juniors group. Bob Nyberger in North Carolina, Lloyd Lambert in Utah was with the PPA juniors and the JPO. I have a friend up in New England, which I got involved. I got her involved in, the, in pickleball. And now she's doing a, a youth program in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, another friend in New York. And we're trying to create a uniform program so that these kids 
have the opportunities to go to these different places and practice and play and get there. And so when you're talking about a uniform program, it's kind of would be the same structure regardless of where you are in the country. Is that the idea? Yes. So it's all under development right now. We have a meeting next Monday, but the, the goal is to have an opportunity for the different regions to have programming, not just here's a coach, this is what we're learning this week, but actual programming for them to play and to practice. And then at the end of these seasons, they'll have opportunities to win, win districts and then go to you know state tournaments and then go to a, a national tournament, which will be held in one place or another. Then the idea is, you know, similar to any other sport, you know, just like, you know, Little League or softball, baseball, you know, the idea of having the districts, the states and, you know, beyond that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And on a smaller scale, what we're doing is if you want to compare us to another sport, the best way to look at it is, you know, when kids go to soccer, you know, once a week or twice a week, they have soccer practice. Well, why aren't we doing that in pickleball? Right. Kids aren't just going to magically get better and show up and want to play unless there's programs for them to do that. Yeah, that's that's really, really great. And, you know, it starts to get the participation from the kids, which is needed to everybody at least says to hopefully make pickleball eventually an Olympic sport. Sure, sure. And, you know, champions of that, Seymour uh, Rifkin and uh, He's championing that 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 effort, and and you know I want to bring it back to my daughter again. We, we my family's had a lot of success in sports, and what what what's really interesting to me is that every child deserves an opportunity to play sports. It doesn't matter if they're the best athletes or or not the best athletes. And there's so many life benefits that come out of sports, and that's really my motivation is to help children like my oldest daughter have those opportunities. Because it's just been so influential in my life uh, and so many parts of my life when I look back has been through sports or the medium of sports in one way or another. And I want to make sure other kids have that opportunity. Right. Although I wonder, like you said, you had mentioned before, you didn't necessarily think the kids would do homework. And I wanted to ask you more about that. You said that the kids do do the homework. Give me an example of what that means, you know, when they're given the homework for pickleball. So something as basic, remember, a lot of the kids that I work with have never even held a paddle before. So something as basic as every uh, child will have the paddle. I give them a ball to take home and they have to do bouncing the paddle, the ball off the paddle X number of times, so many times a week. Right. And then when they come back. They, you know, they're so excited. They run up to me and they say, oh, I did this. I did it. And then their parents are going, you're driving me crazy, bouncing this ball all, all day, which is which is great because the parents are getting involved as well. And then another example, you know, just what I call dribbling, which sounds crazy, but I, I kind of stole it from basketball where you take the paddle, you bounce the ball off the paddle on a line, you go down, you walk forward and backwards. It's really about eye-hand coordination, getting your hands in and just getting the feel for what it feels like for the ball to hit the paddle knowing how hard they hit it, how soft they hit it in different scenarios. And it's really just an opportunity for them to keep their mind on pickleball, just in the back burner, nothing that's super serious where they have to spend, you know, you know, hours upon hours, but something that just says, I want them to say, I enjoy doing this. I want to be part of this and I want to get better. And that allows them to keep that connection to pickleball all week. You know, I absolutely love that because I, I mean, I did that 
as a kid, you know, with, with a tennis racket. I mean, just those same, I'll call them drills, you know, but it was, it was fun, but it was, like you said, it was a way to stay connected. You know, it's funny you say that because the same thing happened to me with basketball. I was given a tennis ball and my coach said, you have to take this everywhere you go for the entire week. And I thought he was crazy. And you know, the reason behind it was in the end, I loved it. You know, I loved bringing it to school, putting in my backpack and I didn't get in trouble. But then when I went to recess or I went out with my parents, I always had that tennis ball with me to just keep me connected to the sport that, that I was falling in love with. Now, you've talked a lot about, you know, kind of the program from the kids perspective, but talk a little bit about, you know, the challenges involved in really starting, you know, the program for, for kids and juniors? That's a great question. So what I've learned is that I have to educate parents, not kids, on what pickleball is, right? And so, and what I mean by that is, even though I live in Naples, the, you know, the pickleball capital of the world, and we have, you know, four or 5,000 people coming next week for the U.S. Open, in my community, I have about 600 families, or 600 dwellings, I should say, of which I would guess less than 10% actually play pickleball or held a paddle. They think it's, you know, the old people sport, you know? And so what I've done is I've realized that to get the kids to play, I have to get the parents to play. And so we do different activities. Unofficially, we have a thing called beer and pickle, where we go out and we just on different nights, Go play pickleball. If you've never played, no problem. Bring some beers and it's a social event, you know, or we'll have an activity where come try it. Just just learn what the sport is for free. We help you out. I'll explain what the game is. Just last night, I had four women come out and we we, we, we did this and, and they loved it. And what happens is when the parents get involved in anything, the kids, they, they translate that to the kids because they want their kids to have the same experiences. And so that, that has been my, my biggest challenge with all the kids here. You know, I'm starting here in Southwest Florida, just in my county. There's 38,000 kids that go to public schools here, not including any of the private schools. And it's just pulling teeth right now, trying to get kids to come out and try because they have all these other factors in their lives, like all the other sports, the academics, just travel in general. And they've not, this is the first time they've had the resource of, I can go to XYZ location and have a program for me versus Oh, I got to travel here for three days. It's commitment for the parents, pay for a hotel, pay for, you know, the entry fees. This is an all-inclusive package. And that's really allowed us and the parents to feel more comfortable about the program itself. This summer, do you think you'll be doing some summer camps, whether it's down in Florida or up in the Northeast? So yes and no. I will definitely be doing summer programming for pickleball. Because my summer camp, which uh, World Sports Camp, is located at a private school, the school has informed me that they, they're they're not allowing us to run for a second season. I'm not sorry, for a second summer because of COVID, which I understand. Uh, it's just simply, you know, for precautionary reasons. So I'm not opening this summer, but we are opening in 2022 and going strong again for, for, for next year. And it's just a little bit more challenging up north than it is down here uh, in Florida. Yes, I, I know the feeling since I'm in Connecticut. It's a little bit stricter, uh -huh. I think, here in terms of the rules. Plus, it's, you know, not, not that you have the problem during the summer, but obviously in the cooler months, it's much harder to get outside. Sure, sure. Well, all right. I mean, I, I love what you're doing. I Like I said, I just had not heard that much about juniors other than, you know, some play, kids playing in tournaments, but to have really an organized program, you know, right there 
in Naples and then one that it sounds like you're going to grow, you know, across the U.S. I mean, just hats off to you for, you know, taking that and really moving it forward. Well, thank you so much just for the opportunity to to tell you about juniors, tell you about our program. But uh, if you don't mind, I just want to say one last thing here. Being new to the sport, like many of us are, it is so exciting right now to be part of this. And there's so much opportunity for anyone to get involved. And, you know, I never thought that I would be so head over heels into a sport I'd never heard about. And in such a short amount of time, the people in this sport are just so nice, so welcoming. And I think that's one of the beauties that gets overlooked in this sport versus others where it's more cutthroat. Yes, you get that in the higher levels, but it's really everyone top to bottom that I have met has welcomed me with open arms and and it just makes a difference. And I think the culture here is just so strong in that regard. And I hope that never changes. Me too. I'm I'm right there with you. And, and I totally agree. I mean, actually, I was just on a call with a professional player, Rob Nunnery, and that's, you know, he was coming from that tennis background. He says, you know, it's amazing. We, you know, as pros, we get on the court, we compete at the highest level, but we walk off the court, you know, we're friends and even socialize. And he says that would have never happened in tennis. So yeah, I'm with you. I absolutely love pickleball and just people are great. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and just coming up uh, next Wednesday, Simone is doing an event just down the street here. And, and a number of my kids are getting invited to go to it from our league. And it's going to be one of those free events. I think Ben John, so, uh, Simone, Decobar, Catherine Parento, they're all going to be there. And the kids in our league are so stoked about this. They're so excited. And, and that's just another form of opportunity for kids to play and get better and try and meet and learn about the sport. Perfect. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and make sure that if people are interested in getting in contact with you, finding out more about my pickleball league or any other, you know, camps and clinics and whatnot that you know about or going on, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, my email is well, my website, which is mypbleague.com. And on there is all my contact information. They can call me, they can email me. I'm always available. I love speaking to people about pickleball. And more importantly, I love getting kids involved. So any questions, anything about my program or, or if there's any way we can connect and grow youth programming, I'm all ears. All right. Well, Adam, so great to have you on the podcast today. And actually, I'd love to have you back on maybe a year from now just to see how things have gone. I would love to. That'd be great. All right. Well, thanks again, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 